You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankir and Ajala. And we're talking about how alpine resorts across BC say they're struggling with unusually low levels of snow this ski season and what it means for the industry. We're now speaking to Christopher Nicholson, CEO of Canada West Ski Areas Association. Christopher, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Great to be with you. Now, Christopher, what did you think of the month of December for the ski resorts? How was it? Well, it's an important month for people as we get the season going for people. The experience, of course, varies across the uh, the West and a lot of areas. And I realize this might be a surprise to some people in Vancouver, but there's a lot of areas and a lot of very good skiing across the West. So when you're looking at more at the um, uh, at the forecast coming in, I'm, I, I recognize what's happened on the North Shore Mountains and super excited to look at the forecast and it's snowing right now with quite a bit of accumulation overnight and the forecast as you look at the temperatures as well as snow accumulation over the coming days looks really good and I'm sorry to say I know you might not might not like it downtown but including snow in downtown Vancouver so definitely the uh, the forecast very exciting and uh, across the west there's a lot of other areas that have had very good uh, very good and continue to have very good skiing conditions with, uh, with the snow that's accumulated, uh, my first runs this year were actually in early November. Uh, so there's, uh, there's a lot of variation around the West. That's what fascinates me too is right. You've got some areas that have plenty of snow and some don't. But particularly for those ski resorts, right, that didn't get much snow in December. I mean, and particularly during the holiday season, you know, what impact does that have on them? Because like you said, the holidays is a time where people go out. They want to go and visit the slope. So what are the consequences of that? During the holiday period, it's an interesting time of year because the, the the profile of the visitor is a little bit different than other times of the year. People that are coming in during the holiday periods have booked early, and they are they're there visiting uh, visiting family as well as skiing as well as doing other kinds of activities. So as you're looking during that time, one of the interesting things that we've seen with a lot of destinations is the actual. Not just the we measure skier visits, of course, but we also measure and and, um, and manage things like water, uh, the utilities, the utility flow. And there's a number of areas that actually spoke to or actually had near or actually record volumes. What that speaks to is the actual number of people at those destinations. And I think it also speaks to how ski areas have diversified their offerings to include skiing, but also beyond skiing. So when you're looking at anything from snowshoe to gatherings to those kinds of other non-ski activities are equally important during that holiday period for guests. The other aspect is you also have a lot of uh, international guests, so not just your local uh, visitors that are coming up and vacationing with families, but also people from further afield that also will book ahead. But their expectations, they're also looking for an overall, overall rounded experience that has a big impact on the local communities that they support. So if you're thinking of the restaurants, hotels, activity operators, people that are in the, in the community and their, uh, their incomes are based on those activities, those guests definitely continue to support that part of the economy. And, you know, as we see, the weather's, of course, changing, and it seems like each year it's very hard to predict. I want you to talk a little bit more about just what do people, especially who are at those ski resorts that maybe aren't getting enough snow, I mean, how are they diversifying? How are they kind of adapting to these conditions? People might find this interesting or, or funny to hear, but 
ski area operation is not entirely dependent on natural snow. There is an entire, and what we've seen this year, we've seen before. And from a ski area operator perspective, the you, you plan for the worst, hope for the best. And a lot of that actually goes into things like summertime grooming. So actually spending and investing in grooming the summer slopes so they look more like golf fairways. The snowmaking is another piece. There's something called snow farming, which is when you have periods of, for example, colder weather, you would maximize your snowmaking production and you would harvest and farm that snow. You'll actually stockpile it and then be able to spread it out. The actual grooming equipment has a big impact, as well as things like trail design. So when you're looking at ski area operations, to, to just look at the natural snowfall is actually quite misleading. There's a, a lot of great skiing that can happen when you're looking at these other variables. And for ski area operators, they've been working with these things for decades, but, but continue to. And the investment and the strategy of those things are, have become that much more important. That's really fascinating, see. And as somebody who may not be the biggest participant in winter sports, I, I didn't know that there were so many things being done here. So that's really interesting to me. And and Christopher, what about the government? You know, have like especially these ski resorts who maybe aren't making the revenue that they usually do. Do you get supports from the government? Is there any help there or any work being done? Government's a big part. And if, if I can speak for British Columbia for a moment, the it's something called the All Seasons Resort Policy, which is something that the actually the Barrett government put in place within British Columbia, and it is a global leader. What it is, what the province has done is actually put in a a policy framework that allows ski areas and encourages investment in areas to develop. And it's what it's resulted in is, I mean, if you look at the British Columbia ski industry thirty years ago, it was definitely in its infancy. It is now a $2 billion industry. In Western Canada, there's over 20,000 people that are engaged and employed and support their families through the ski industry. It's a mammoth success. And every year, we have people from around the globe that come into British Columbia to look at the models, not just the actual resorts and the infrastructure development, but also the policy development that the, the province has adopted and continues to manage. And it's been a, an absolute success that is recognized around the world. And Christopher, I think especially there's been so much more conversation about this because obviously climate change is a big factor of why, you know, some areas are not seeing a lot of snow. So what are you hoping for, I think, especially in this new year in terms of tackling this issue? As you're looking at one of the things we know is that snow can happen very, very quickly. And I can assure you within a couple of days, we're going to be talking and or complaining about <laughs> minus double digit numbers. So I think from a from a practical perspective, ski area operators know from past experience and are accustomed to uh, the, the ebbs and flows of season. It, it's what it's the mountain environment. What's the the famous saying? If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. So that's something that has continues to be the case. So ski area operators are very very practical. Look at what they're able to control and what they can't. And a lot of as we look at the the, the forecast right now, if you. You're a, you're a Vancouver station, so you look up onto the North Shore Mountains and you look at the webcams and it's snowing now. And the, as we look at the, the coming week, the forecast is, is good. And fortunately, on, for example, on the Coast Mountains, we're blessed with the opportunity where a lot of snow can happen in a very short period of time. 
So I think that's the experience that operators have had and continue to feel very optimistic as we as we look ahead to the season. Because a lot of areas are operating through April, even into May. So we're <laughs> need to remind ourselves just at the very beginning of the season, and we've certainly seen it before, but the forecast is very optimistic. I will say, Christopher, I didn't know I was going to say this, but I am happy to see snow in the forecast, especially if it helps for folks here uh, who are operating ski resorts. They need it. So I, I will say I'm OK with seeing the white stuff if it keeps businesses going. <laughs> Christopher, well, thanks for your support. <laughs> I pre- that way, I'm like, you know what? Fine. Bring it because we need it. Christopher, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. All the best. Have a great week. We just spoke to Christopher Nicholson, CEO of Canada West Ski Areas Association. We talked about how the alpine resorts across BC say they're struggling with unusually low snow levels this ski season, and what it means for the industry. This is the Morning Buzz on Spice Radio, 1200 AM.